We're on TikTok listening to Alex. Oh, like they're oh man. Scrolling through the news and they're like, oh, announcement that tomorrow there'll be an announcement where there may be an announcement that Ron DeSantis is running for president. Dude, you ain't fucking, you're not the Avengers. <laughs> All right? Are you crazy? These are trailers. We're having special guest stars. Ron DeSantis on Elon Musk's Twitter Spaces. Twitter Spaces? <laughs> Are you kidding me, my dude? Twitter Spaces. That's just a corporate conference call. Everybody gather around and listen in to the corporate conference call where you can hear the two least charismatic men in the world <laughs> complain about wokeness. They're going to say wokeness in ways that you swear, you swear you know which slur they're actually referring to. Every time it's just nuts. Thank you so much for being here, Mr. Santos. I, I, I'm a big fan of how you from Florida, where, where you say, for both of us to die. Thank you, thank you so much, Elon Musk. Thank you, uh, I love that you have brought back comedy to the theater. Uh, you know, especially to such accounts like unbroken, you know, big Thank you so much. Uh, and now we're going to go to a question from Catherine Cruz. He wants to know, but that's what it's going to sound like. It's going to be that for 25 fucking minutes. 25 minutes. I'm going to watch my analytics back to see how many people just peeked out during my fucking impersonation. Because this shit is boring as hell. But I'm going to pretend to do the front one with his hands. He likes to do the hands. You can't do that. It's a fucking phone call. It's all your only in Twitter spaces. Nobody gives a shit. It's going to be a series of people who pay $8 for a free website listening to a man that they hate. That's what it's going to be. Because the only people left on Twitter are have so many fucking brainworms filling them out from the inside. And then there's the few people who stick around who are like, no, I have no my friends off. No, they aren't. You have no friends on Twitter. It is a fucking dead mall. Why are we seeing presidential campaign rollouts like a Marvel movie? Scrolling through the news and they're like, oh, shit, announcement that tomorrow there'll be an announcement where there may be an announcement that Ron DeSantis is running for president. So you ain't fucking, you're not the Avengers. Alright? Who's coming? trailers. We have a special guest star trying to focus on Elon Musk's Twitter spaces. Twitter spaces? Are you kidding me, my dude? Twitter spaces. That's just a corporate conference call. Everybody gather around and listen in to the corporate conference call where you can hear the two least charismatic men in the world complain about wokeness. They're going to say wokeness in ways that you swear, you swear you know which slur they're actually referring to. Every time with these nuts. Hi, thank you so much for being here, Mr. Santos. Yeah, um, well, anyway, Trista, how about moving on? Okay. I, I haven't really posted a yelly rant in a while because I've just been anxious more than angry. Like, I've just been staring at these death ceiling talks not going anywhere, and I'm just really nervous that the death ceiling isn't going to get raised and 
we're going to default on the debt, and millions of people are going to lose their jobs, and we'll have a global recession. That'll be worse than anything we could predict. All because one dude likes having a big office and having the title Speaker of the House. Like, that's what this comes down to. We've raised the debt ceiling, like, 70 times. 70 times since, like, the oh, 1960s. All we did, we've suspended it multiple times, like, all this stuff. And suddenly they're like, oh, there's no money. Like, there's plenty. There's, there's so much money. It's just numbers. It doesn't mean anything. It's not tied to anything. And all this really comes down to is one dude just desperately trying to figure out how to keep his corner office where some dude took a shit on the floor, like, two years ago. I don't even know why he would want that office. You know? Like, why would... Like, it doesn't... It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I called my mom about it, and I was, like, talking to her, and she was like, you know, don't worry about it. They do this all the time. You know, it's like in a movie where there's the clock ticking, and then someone cuts the wire, and there's one second left. They do this all the time. And I was like, yeah, Mom, but someone on the radio said it would be unprecedented for the U.S. to default on its debt. And the one thing I've discovered in the last few years is whenever something's unprecedented, hey, look, I get to experience it. So, yeah, I'm just staring that in the face, and I'm, I'm, I can't get mad, like, I can't get angry, because it does, it's not going to change anything. There's nothing that we as average people can do to convince five fucking people to walk across the aisle and raise the debt, debt limit. Because five, the, the entire Republican Party just wants to keep their jobs in Congress so they can have health care and retirement while the rest of us don't. And they're going to threaten all of our... Just sanity. So that's that's just kind of where I've been sitting mentally for the last bit, and uh, it's it's I getting it's real. Just uh, to scare us all. It's getting real scary. Yeah. You know, take some roller coaster ride. Totally unnecessary. Like this thing is is like the sword of Damocles hanging over the rest of it. So yeah, I I, I don't know. I haven't really posted a yelly rant in a while because I've just been anxious more than angry. Like I've just been staring at these death ceiling talks not going anywhere and I'm just really nervous that the death ceiling isn't going to get raised and we're going to default on the debt. And the yes, to answer your question, my spouse's partner does enjoy these videos. What in the multiverse did I just stumble upon? Is that what? That's not me. That's, that's not, that's, let's get over here. That's not me. Okay? Do not, that is not me. My wife would stab me. Yes, to answer your question, my spouse's partner does enjoy these videos. What in the multiverse did I just stumble upon? What? That's not me. That's, that's not, that's, let's get over here. That's, that's not me. Okay? Do not. That is not me. My wife would stab me. Yes, to answer your question, my spouse's partner does. The fortunate truth is that one day when you die, you'll spend eternity in a worse place than you could possibly imagine. Darling, I've been on a Frontier Airlines flight. <laughs> the devil cannot 
cannot stoop lower than that. I'll be fine. What's next hope is that one day when you die, you'll spend eternity in a worse place than you could possibly imagine. Darling, I've been on a Frontier Airlines flight. <laughs> the devil cannot... <laughs> Hypothetically, for educational purposes only, all right? If you live in a state where they just pass one of these bathroom bills and you run a criminal enterprise, right? And you got criminal things you're trying to do, hypothetically, and you don't want the cops to be there, maybe just go on Google Maps, find an area where there are corporate restaurants and eateries, typically located on the edge of town, because that way it isn't in any place fucking workable, and then you call the local police department and say, hey, I'm a lady in the bathroom, allegedly, and there's a transit here and I don't feel comfortable, and the cops are gonna have to go run it. They're gonna have to enforce these laws, because if the cops don't enforce these laws, then a lot of ladies who don't know shit about shit are gonna be arguing in the comments on the police officer's Facebook pages. Because all those local PDs, all those local police stations, they all got Facebook fan pages, and they like to keep their comments good. So they're gonna have to go run, allegedly, hypothetically, for educational purposes only. They're gonna go have to go to maybe, as, I don't know, an example, TGI Friday, George Philly. And they're gonna have to stand there and talk to every single woman, being like, are you a trans? Are you a trans? Somebody called and said there was a trans, right? And meanwhile, allegedly, hypothetically, for educational purposes only, your criminal ass has now gone and done what you needed to do in that criminal time frame. Because you've taken at least two to three cops off the beat, off the beat, so they can't be out there doing actual cop stuff, and now, now they're all tied up over there, because they're too busy talking to a bunch of people at a gym about whether or not those people are trans, and now those people are getting upset, and now the cops don't want to even be there anymore, and eventually it's going to get so bad that the cops will quit their jobs, because they're like, why am I a fucking bathroom monitor? I thought I was going to be able to beat up poor people. And now instead I gotta be here at TCI Fridays every Thursday, not even a Friday. Every Thursday I gotta be here because somebody keeps calling and saying that there's trans in the bathroom, but there's never trans in the bathroom. And then eventually there will be a trans in the bathroom, and the cops won't show up because they're getting so many calls that there's trans in the bathroom that now finally a trans person can take a shit and pee because no one's gonna fucking show up to bother them because nobody's gonna believe the call that there's a trans in the bathroom because every time somebody calls that there's a trans in the bathroom somebody moves mess and mess across state lines or robs a church I don't know, hypothetically, allegedly this is all educational purposes only hypothetically for educational purposes only <laughs> alright, if you live in a state where they just pass one of these bathroom bills and you run a criminal enterprise, right? And you got criminal things you're trying to do, hypothetically. And you don't want the cops to be there. Maybe just go on Google Maps, find an area where there are corporate restaurants and eateries, typically located on the edge of town, because that way it isn't in any place fucking workable. And then you call the local police department and say, hey, I'm a lady in the bathroom, allegedly, and there's a trans in here, and I don't feel comfortable, and the cops are going to have to go run it. They're going to have to enforce these laws, because if the cops don't enforce these laws, then a lot of ladies who don't know shit about shit are going to be arguing in the comments 
on the police officers' Facebook pages. Because all those local PDs, all those local police stations, they all got Facebook fan pages, and they like to keep their comments good. So they're going to have to go run, allegedly, hypothetically, for educational purposes only. They're, they're going to go have to go to maybe, a, I don't know, an example. They don't Fridays or comments. And they're going to have to stand there and talk to every single woman, being like, are you a trans? Are you a trans? Somebody called and said there was a trans, right? And meanwhile, allegedly, hypothetically, for educational purposes only, your criminal ass has now gone and done what you needed to do in that criminal time frame. Somebody sued Because you've taken at Her least two to three cops off the beat. Off the beat. So they can't be out there. So a friend of mine sent me this, right? And uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if them sending me this is a threat, right? Like the slow wink. Or, but then there's a thumbs up. Right? So it's like, are we cool? But now he's pointing. So is my friend coming on to me? Or what's the reach in? Just gonna hand me what? What do you hand? Another wink? But is that a kissy? I don't know what this is. Also, is this in like a nut store? I know, I feel it in my heart too, buddy. But I just don't know. I don't know what I'm dealing with here. <laughs> like, the wink, the, the wink is so slow. It's so slow that it's almost subtle, but then it draws more attention, and then it's must, like, it's the mustache he winked again. I don't know what's happening. Like, I don't know what this means. <laughs> I'm choosing love. I'm going to assume this is nice. So a friend of mine sent me this, right? And uh, I, I don't... I've been doing these for over an hour, just trying to get one table where I know everyone at the table. And, like, the worst part is I keep getting Jordan Peterson, like, almost every table. All right, so I'm going to open my eyes. If I know everyone at the table, then I'm done. Let's see. Let's go. I only know two of the five people at this table. Are these supposed to be famous people? Who are these guys? I don't know who this idiot is in the hat. I don't know who this guy is with the muscles. I keep getting him. All right? Put on a real shirt, bro. And I don't know who this lady is. She is not important to me. Obviously, I know the guy who ruined the country and my old favorite social media website. So, yeah, where else am I going to leave? You're not going to do this shit again. All right, try it again. And I swear to God, if Jordan Peterson is in this high school, I'm going to lose my mind. Huh. Stop giving me Jordan Peterson. Let's go. Huh. Okay. All right. You would think having two of the same person would make it easier. I think that isn't that the girl who, like, took a sip? She took a sip of the kombucha and was like, hmm. I think that's her. I don't know her name. I know who Salt Bay is. I know Zendaya, obviously. I do not know who this other little blonde girl is, though. I don't know who that is. I'm 39 years old. Is she supposed to be important in the world? <laughs> Jesus. Entering my grumpy old man face. This one of five celebrities in this stupid... Like, why do I even know who Salt Bay is? Oh, my God. I know less people here. I know... Whoever this is, terrible picture of them. I don't know who that is at all. Again, I don't know who this is at all. I know, I think that's Jojo Siwa. Why is Elon Musk sitting next to Jojo Siwa? Who is letting these old men into this high school? Okay, all right. We're going to go. We're going to do this. It's going to be good. You're going to open your eyes. You're going to know all five people. You're going to know all five people. Let's go. I know less people than I've ever known. Hi, Taylor.
I know Taylor. I know you. I don't know who this guy is next to me. Uh, fucking, I'm forced to know who this guy is. And again, we have two photocopies of the yeah, same kid who looks like every other too. kid. School sucks. Also, Andrew Tate isn't allowed to be near children. I don't know why he's in this high school. All right, this is the last. <laughs> Not to get all Charlie Day talking about Pepe Silver, but you have to go deeper than the headlines, guys. You have to read deeper than the headlines. Yes, the headlines everywhere say that the governor of Montana just signed a bill banning TikTok in the state of Montana. You have to go deeper than that, though, okay? This started six months ago. Six months ago, the governor of Montana signed an executive bill banning TikTok from all state-run devices. That means a police officer's cell phone. That means government laptops and computers and any type of device that the government owns in Montana, they banned it. Six months later, he sits down and he bans it across the board for anyone inside of the state lines of Montana. But it goes a little bit weirder and deeper than that. See, the governor of Montana is a man named Greg Gianforte. Now, Greg was elected governor in 2020. He has been running, though, for governor since 2016. He was also in Congress for a little bit. Before Greg got into politics, Greg worked in the tech industry. He had a company called Right Now Technology. It based customer service program.
Six months later, he sits down and he bans it across the board for anyone inside of the state lines of Montana. But it goes a little bit weirder and deeper than that. See, the governor of Montana is a man named Greg Gianforte. Now, Greg was elected governor in 2020. He has been running, though, for governor since 2016. He was also in Congress for a little bit. Before Greg got into politics, Greg worked in the tech industry. He had a company called Right Now Technology. It made customer service programs. And in 2011, Greg sold that company to the Oracle Corporation for $1.5 billion. The Oracle Corporation, to connect the strings, is the third largest tech company by revenue in the world. It does cloud computing, it does servers, actually a lot of devices and websites that you use, use Oracle. And the thing is, is Oracle signed a deal with TikTok in 2020, specifically in September of 2020. Because in 2020, Donald Trump moved to ban TikTok. He signed an executive order to force the sale of TikTok to any American company, or else it was going to be banned. The court stopped it. But TikTok got nervous, and they signed a deal with Oracle, so Oracle would take over hosting all of their servers here in the United States. Greg is part of Oracle. Greg sold his company. There has to be stock involved with that. And if you think, oh, this is just TikTok, it's just a dancing app, Remember how I told you six months ago he banned TikTok and state devices and then six months later he's banning it for everybody else? Today when he signed that bill banning TikTok, he signed a new executive order. And in that executive order, he said that he was going to ban any app that was run by a foreign adversary, including Telegram. Telegram, the encrypted messaging service app. He said it was founded in Russia, even though it currently resides in Dubai. They're coming to silence, y'all. Not to get all Charlie Day talking about Pepe Silva, but you have to go deeper than the headlines, guys. You have to read deeper than the headlines. Yes, the headlines everywhere say that the governor of Montana just signed a bill banning TikTok in the state of Montana. You have to go deeper than that, though. Okay, this started six months ago. Six months ago, the governor of Montana signed an executive bill banning TikTok from all state-run devices. That means a police officer's cell phone. That means government laptop. Taylor Swift is the president of the United States. The only thing keeping her from it is possibly the Constitution. Possibly Article 2 of the Constitution. Here we go, okay? First thing you need to know is that video I did earlier, that is from Philadelphia last night, Lincoln Financial Field, where the Eagles play, baby. And then have 70,000 seats in that arena. She's doing three shows. 210,000 people bought seats to this weekend at concert. There were still 20,000 people outside the stadium just listening and dancing. That's the pull this lady has. Hillary Clinton, when 2016 was in Philadelphia for the Democratic National Convention, three nights they were there. Were they at Lincoln Financial Field? No. Where were they? They were at Wells Fargo Center. Next door. Played an 18,000-seat arena. Because they couldn't fill Lincoln Financial Field because they're not Taylor Swift. Donald Trump's always talking about a big crowd. Donald, 
Donald, when have you ever sold out a fucking stadium, baby? You've never done that. You do airports. You do Cessna airports. And you have a merch line four hours deep, Donald Trump? Do we get a, no. Taylor Swift had a four-hour-long merch line the day before the concert series even started down in Philly. The day before it started. I have never seen this many white women in one place in Philadelphia. And I regularly used to go to brunch and farmer's markets. The only thing stopping Taylor is possibly Article 2, Section 1, Clause 5 of the Constitution. Because as now Taylor Swift stands, no, she was born December 13, 1989. Which means on Election Day, Taylor Swift will be 34 years old. Election Day 2024. And Article 2... You have to be 35 years old to be the president. Now, Taylor could argue that, hey, you have to be 35 to be president doesn't mean you have to be 35 to run for president because on January 20, 2025, she will be 35. And you know who proved that you can do that? Joe fucking Biden. Because Joe Biden ran for the Senate when he was 29 years old. But you have to be 30 years old to be a senator. And Joe Biden won the election when he was 29, and he waited to be sworn in until he was 30. I'm dead serious. So Joe Biden proved that Taylor Swift could run for the presidency, and her crowd proved she'd probably win. She would most definitely win. Who, who, oh, oh, they're going to throw mud at her? She took down Kanye. Okay, where's Kanye right now? Huh? Where is he? Exactly. Everyone who's ever come for Taylor... They always end up with a song about them, and they have much power. I'm looking at you, John Mayer. So the only thing stopping Taylor Swift is possibly, possibly the Constitution. But more importantly, it's probably Taylor herself. Because if Taylor Swift became the president, she would be giving up power. Why would she be... Taylor Swift would be the president of the United States. The only thing keeping her from it is possibly the Constitution. Possibly Article 2 of the Constitution. Hear me out, Okay. First thing you need to know is that video I did earlier, that is from Philadelphia. Last night, Lincoln Financial Field, where the Eagles play, baby. And they have 70,000 seats in that arena. She's doing three shows. 210,000 people bought seats to this weekend of concert. There were still 20,000 people outside the stadium just listening and dancing. That's the pull this lady has. Hillary Clinton, in 2016, was in Philadelphia for the Democratic National Convention. Three nights they were there. Were they at Lincoln Financial Field? No. Where were they? They were at Wells Fargo Center. Next door. Like an 18,000 seat arena. Because they couldn't fill Lincoln Financial Field because they're not Taylor Swift. Donald Trump's always talking about a big crowd. Donald, Donald, when have you ever sold out a fucking stadium, baby? You've never done that. You do airports. You do Cessna airports. And you have a merch line four hours deep, Donald Trump? Do you? No. Taylor Swift had a four-hour-long merch line the day before the concert series even started down in Philly. The day before it started. I have never seen this many white women in one place in Philadelphia. And I regularly <laughs> used to go to brunch and farmer's markets. The only thing stopping Taylor is possibly Article 2, Section 1, Clause 5 of the Constitution. Because as now Taylor Swift fans know, she was born December 13, 1989. Which means on Election Day, Taylor Swift will be 34 years old. Election Day 2024. And Article 2 states you have to be 35 years old to be the president. Now, Taylor... I think she should run with AOC.
I think Taylor Swift. Two fucking millennials. Oh, they're not the millennials. They're, uh, what are they, Gen... Which generation is that? President Taylor, Congresswoman raised the debt so many songs about the individual top corporate campaign donors. Trump is shooting at her crowd size. John Mayer, I'm looking at you. She would win and she's so kind. I'm here for it. It's the most beautiful argument I've ever seen. This was my hot take presentation with my friend. Yeah, that's nice. Who'd argue that, hey, you have to be 35 to be president doesn't mean you have to be 35 to run for president because on January 20, 2025, she will be 35. And you know who proved that you can do that? Joe fucking Biden. Because Joe Biden ran for the Senate when he was 29 years old. But you have to be 30 years old to be a senator. And Joe Biden won the election when he was 29, and he waited to be sworn in until he was 30. I'm dead serious. So Joe Biden proves that Taylor Swift could run for the presidency, and her crowds prove she'd probably win. She would most definitely win. Taylor Swift could, uh, Taylor Swift. I think she should run with AOC. Tweet. Who? Who? Oh, oh, they're going to throw mud at her? She took down Kanye. Okay? Where's Kanye right now? Huh? Mm -hmm. Where is he? Exactly. Everyone who's ever come for Taylor, they always end up with a song about them and they have less power. I'm looking at you, Taylor. So the only thing stopping Taylor is possibly, possibly the Constitution. But more importantly, it's probably Taylor herself. Because if Taylor Swift became the president, she would be giving up power. Four hours deep, Donald Trump? Do you? No. Taylor 
series even started down in Philly. The day before it started, I have never seen this many white women in one place in Philadelphia. And I regularly used to go to brunch and farmer's markets. The only thing stopping Taylor is possibly Article 2, Section 1, Clause 5 of the Constitution. Because as Alan Taylor put fans close, he was born December 13, 1989. Which means on Election Day, Taylor Swift will be 34 years old. Election Day 2024. And Article 2 states you have to be 35 years old to be the president. Now, Taylor could argue that, hey, you have to be 35 to be president, doesn't mean you have to be 35 to run for president. Because on January 20, 
where's my... Where's my shirt, My entire feed is just full of people enjoying the new Zelda game. Mine isn't, hopefully. I can't believe this shit, dude. On Tuesday, Delco's gonna be the most important place in all of Pennsylvania. Like, listen, a lot of people be talking about all this mad shit, right? Like, right now, Taylor Swift's in Philly, and they're like, oh, look, Taylor Swift's in Philly, and that's awesome, dude. I love that shit. I love the fact that Taylor Swift said Fly Eagles Fly. I love the fact that all her fans are fucking happy. I love the fact that Taylor Swift fans are actually taking the fucking Broad Street line for the first time. And that means that Philadelphia is the most important place from Friday through Sunday. But on fucking Tuesday, May 16th, Delco is going to be the fucking top dog for one day in all of Pennsylvania. Because there's a special election happening in Delco, in the 163rd State House District. Oh, what the fuck is that? That's Alden, that's Clifton Heights, that's Collingdale, and that's Darby and Upper Darby Township. If you live in those areas... You could be deciding the future of abortion rights for the next, like, ever in Pennsylvania. Okay? You've had your entire life people talking shit on Delco. Why you guys talk like that? Why you say Wooter? Why you do this thing? Fuck you. It's going to come down to fucking 20,000 people voting in a special election during a primary will decide who controls the state house in Pennsylvania. The entire state of Pennsylvania is waiting to hear the opinions of fucking Delco. And less people are going to show up to this than any other fucking election. Because it's in the middle of May. It's on a Tuesday. We, nobody fucking pays, elect, pays attention to primaries. But this isn't a primary. This is a general election that's happening at the same time as other primaries. This shit's confusing. So listen to me, you fuck. If you are registered to, to, to vote, and you live in Alden, Clifton Heights, Collingdale, Darby, Upper Darby, go fucking vote on Tuesday, and you're going to vote for Heather Boyd, the Democrat. Because here's why. Right right now, the, the state house, it's split 50-50. Okay? Half Republicans, half Democrats. The Democrats had a lead. They had a slight lead. But the dipshit who was representing the people in this area, the 163rd, he got accused of sexual harassment. He stepped down. Okay? Good on him for stepping down. Bad on him for doing sexual harassment. But now they got two people running to, to replace them. And if the Republican wins, it's going to tip the other way. It's going to tip, and then the Republicans have control of the state house. And if they have control of the state house, they're going to move to change the Pennsylvania Constitution. They're going to move to change it to, to, to state clearly that there is no constitutional right to abortion in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Which means over time, they're going to start that slippery slope bullshit. So stop it here. Draw the line in fucking Delco. I don't want to be coming back to do this shit again. I can't believe this shit, dude. On Tuesday, Delco's going to be the most important place in all of Pennsylvania. Like, listen, a lot of people be talking, like, all this mad shit, right? Like, right now, Taylor Swift's in Philly, and they're like, oh. Hi, guys, I'm stealing a move from under the desk news. Like, V, I'm on the ground right now because it's funny news Thursday night. Elon Musk just announced a little bit ago that he's going to be stepping down as CEO in six weeks. And people immediately yeah. were like, oh, okay, that's kind of interesting. And then he said the new CEO will start in six weeks, and she is going to be great. 
Immediately, the blue check marks on Twitter lost their mind. These people paid $8, and suddenly a woman's going to run the company? They were like, no, a female. And they just went crazy. They started losing their minds. And then, two hours ago, it was finally leaked who the new CEO is going to be. And it's a woman named Linda Yaccarino. Okay? And people on the left immediately started flipping out. They looked at who she's following on Twitter, and they're like, yo, there's a lot of crazy right-wing chubs on here. However, the part that's crazy, and that we Elon picked this person, is when you look at her job history, for the last 12 years, she's worked for NBC Universal, which is owned by Comcast. She specifically worked as an ad executive for NBC Universal. That's right, she's been working for the mainstream media helping corporations to be able to control the actual narrative of what's happened in our media for 12 years. So like, people on the road are like, oh, that's kind of crazy. And then, and then it came out that she's been an, a chair, an executive chair of the World Economic Forum run by Klaus Schwab. Since 2019, and guys, I cannot, I cannot stress to you how funny this is. If you just say the words Klaus Schwab to anyone who cares about conspiracy theories, they will just start foaming at the mouth and their eyes roll in the back of their head and they're just like, Klaus Schwab! Like, if, if you don't know who Klaus yeah. Schwab is or the World Economic Forum, congratulations. You have a good experience with your parents. Anyway, <laughs> I started scrolling through her, her Twitter account. A lot of it I can't see because I don't have a Twitter account anymore. However, I do this little test with some people where I just scroll back to January 6, 2021 because I want to see if, like, what, what do you tweet on January 6, you know? Because maybe she's the Kevin Sorbo where it's like, it's finally happening! Oh, no! Ah, it was Antifa! Like, you know, one of those type of moves. But it's even funnier for her because she doesn't have any tweets from January 6. But she does have tweets on January 12th where she's telling people to make sure that they wear masks and that we have to fight COVID vaccination misinformation. Ah, this is who Elon picked. This is who is going to lead. So she's, she's being hired basically to be run out of town by the, by the psychos who've taken over Twitter. So it's just a very, very funny evening. It's going to be very, it's going to be so funny. If you're still on Twitter, you should leave it. You really should. Delete your account. They're going to sell your information. Hi guys, I'm stealing a move from under the desk news like V. I'm on the ground right now because it's funny news Thursday night. Elon Musk just announced a little bit ago that he's going to be stepping down as CEO in six weeks. And people immediately were like, oh, okay, that's kind of interesting. And then he said the new CEO will start in six weeks and she is going to be great. Immediately the blue check marks on Twitter lost their mind. These people paid $8.00. And suddenly a woman's going to run the company? They were like, no, a female. And they just went crazy. They started losing their minds. And then two hours ago, it was finally leaked who the new CEO is going to be. And it's a woman named Linda Yaccarino. Okay? Yeah. And Yaccarino. people on the left immediately started flipping out. They looked at who she's following on Twitter. And they're like, yo, there's a lot of crazy right-wing chuds on here. However, the part that's crazy and that we, Elon picked this person is when you look at her job history. For the last 12 years, she worked for NBC Universal, which is owned by Comcast. She specifically worked as an ad executive for NBC Universal. That's right, she's been working for the mainstream media, helping corporations to be able to control the actual narrative of what's happened in our media for 12 years. 
So the people in the room are like, oh, that's kind of crazy. And then, and then it came out that she's been an, a chair, an executive chair of the World Economic Forum run by Klaus Schwab since 2019. And guys, I cannot, I cannot stress to you how funny this is. If you just say the word Klaus Schwab to anyone who cares about conspiracy theories, they will just start foaming at the mouth and their eyes roll in the back of their head and they're just going, Klaus Schwab! Like, if, if you don't know who Klaus Schwab is or the World Economic Forum, congratulations. You have a good experience with your parents. Anyway, I started scrolling through her, her Twitter account. A lot of it I can't see because I don't have a Twitter account anymore. However, I do this little test with some people where I just scroll back to January 6, 2021. Because I want to see if it was. What do you tweet on January 6, you know? Because maybe she's a Kevin Sorbo where it's like, it's finally happening! Oh no! Ah, it was Antifa! Like, you know, one of those type of moves. But it's even funnier for hers because she doesn't have any tweets from January 6th. But she does have tweets on January 12th where she's telling people to make sure that they wear masks and that we have to fight COVID vaccination misinformation. Ah, this is who Elon picked. This is who is going to lead. So she's, she's being hired basically to be run out of town by, by the psychos who have taken over Twitter. So it's just a very, very funny evening. It's gonna be very it's gonna be so funny. If you're still on Twitter, you should leave it. You really should. Delete your account. They're gonna sell your information. Hi guys, I'm stealing a move from under the desk news like V. I'm on the ground right now because it's funny news Thursday night. Elon Musk just announced a little bit ago that he's gonna be stepping down as CEO in six weeks and people immediately were like, Oh, okay, that's kinda of interesting. And then he said the new CEO will start in six weeks, and she is going to be great. Immediately, the blue check marks on Twitter lost their mind. These people paid $8, and suddenly a woman's going to run the company? They were like, no, a female. And they just went crazy. They started losing their minds. And then, two hours ago, it was finally leaked who the new CEO is going to be. And it's a woman named Linda Yaccarino, okay? And people on the left immediately started flipping out. They looked at who she's following on Twitter, and they're like, yo, there's a lot of crazy right-wing chuds on here. However, the part that's crazy and that Elon picked this person is when you look at her job history, for the last 12 years, she's worked for NBC Universal, which is owned by Comcast. She specifically worked as an ad executive for NBC Universal. That's right. She's been working for the mainstream media, helping corporations to be able to control the actual narrative of what's happened in our media for 12 years. So like, people in the room are like, oh, that's kind of crazy. And then, and then it came out that she's been an, a chair, an executive chair of the World Economic Forum run by Klaus Schwab since 2019. And guys, I cannot, I cannot. I've been seeing the wrong reaction. Uh, people can scroll through the FYP when they see all these job sites, construction sites down in Florida that don't have workers anymore, or maybe they see a farm that they that the, the crops are just rotting because they don't have workers anymore because Florida just passed a big immigration bill, right, that adds so many penalties to not having papers in Florida. That's what this comes down to. They don't have papers. These are people, 800,000 people currently in Florida that don't have papers. Now, see, we could give them papers, but we choose not to. Why? Because people not having papers is a great issue for people to get elected. And who wants to get elected more than anybody else right now? Rhonda. 
Rhonda's sitting down there in Florida, and she hates being Florida. She hates being governor of Florida. She she dreams herself as more than just a duchess. She wants to be a queen. And she looks down and says, well, Florida got a lot of. Well, we got a lot of people named Garcia and Rodriguez around here. And I noticed in the rest of the country, people don't like people named Rodriguez and Garcia. They think they're taking their jobs. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ban these people from their jobs. But Rhonda ain't just like that. Much like Disney found out, Rhonda is petty as fuck. So Rhonda is also banning these people from being able to be in cars. If these people who don't have papers cross state lines, you know what happens? They will get arrested. The person driving them will get fined if that person has papers. If you wake up in a hospital in Florida, you will be interrogated by the nurses to find out your status. Do you have papers? I don't know. I just woke up from a coma because I was in a car accident because someone was running from the police because someone didn't have papers. Oh, okay, but you don't have papers? I, I have them somewhere. Yeah, but you have a tan. Of course I have a tan. I'm in Florida. Yeah, but you don't have a, like, you don't have, like, a normal tan. So, you're going to go to jail for the night. Oh, we still can't find your papers? Oh, that sucks. You know what happens now? You know what happens? See, in America, we have this thing called the 13th Amendment. We celebrate it because it got rid of slavery. Except in the case of prison. If you are in prison in America, you can be put to work involuntarily. So all Rhonda did is Rhonda went and sat her little Chris Bulldog ass body down behind a desk and signed a paper to take 800,000 people and move them from getting jobs and being able to stay in apartments to moving them potentially to jails where they can then be rented out for 25 cents an hour back to the same construction sites and farms that they just walked off of because they're afraid of Rhonda's bill. And if you're a tourist, anywhere in the U.S., anywhere in the world, and you don't look like me, if you go to Florida and something happens to you, or you look at a cop the wrong way, you better have your papers, or you're going to be working on the farm too. I've been seeing the wrong reactions as people have been scrolling through the FYP when they see all these job sites, construction sites down in Florida that don't have workers anymore. Or maybe they see a farm that they that the, the crops are just rotting because they don't have workers anymore. Because Florida just passed a big immigration bill, right? That adds so many penalties to not having papers in Florida. That's what this comes down to. They don't have papers. These are people, 800,000 people currently in Florida that don't have papers. Now, see, we could give them papers, but we choose not to. Why? Because people not having papers is a great issue for people to get elected. And who wants to get elected more than anybody else right now? Rhonda. Rhonda's sitting down there in Florida, and she hates being Florida. She hates being governor of Florida. She, she dreams herself as more than just a duchess. She wants to be a queen. And she looks down and says, well, Florida got a lot of. Well, we got a lot of people named Garcia and Rodriguez around here, and I noticed in the rest of the country, people don't like people named Rodriguez and Garcia. They think they're taking their jobs, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ban these people from their jobs. But Rhonda ain't just like that. Much like Disney found out, Rhonda is petty as fuck. So Rhonda is also banning these people from being able to be in cars. If these people who don't have papers cross state lines, you know what happens? They will get arrested. The person driving them will get fined if that person has papers. If you wake up in a hospital in Florida, you will be interrogated by the nurses to find out your status. Do you have papers? I don't know. I just woke up from a coma because I was in a car accident because someone was running from the police 
because someone didn't have papers. Oh, okay, but you don't have papers? I, I have them somewhere. Yeah, but, but you have a tan. Of course I have a tan. I'm in Florida. Yeah, but you don't have a, like, you don't have, like, a normal tan. So, you're gonna go to jail for the night. Oh, we still can't find your papers? Oh, that sucks. You know what happens now? You know what happens? 